Hi guys, my name is Donnie Rouse, and you're listening to the podcast, One Life. Diving deeper. We've all heard the quote that says, variety is the spice of life. A different take or a different spin on that is to say, if you've only tried one type of ice cream, say vanilla, how do you know that you don't like any of the other flavors, like mint, or coconut, or chocolate, or cookie dough? The answer is you don't because you haven't had that experience. So if we were going to judge whether or not we like something by the first attempt, then we'd be doing ourselves a disservice. And to make it even more complicated, sometimes our decisions are fogged by our fears. So we don't take action because we are feared of the uncertainty. We're fear of what's going to happen to us. But if you take the action, if you take the experience, one of the things you might come away with is you might find out that you love the thing that you're actually avoiding. I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico, getting ready to do a scuba diving trip. Prior to this trip, I hadn't done scuba diving in about five years. And prior to that, I'd only done my certification dive. So really, I had like one dive trip under my belt. And if you're familiar with scuba diving at all, you know that there's a lot of life skills that you have to know to ensure your safety in the water. Foolishly, I thought that I could kind of bypass that by just kind of going back in that water, thinking that I was going to remember everything. So I'm on the boat, and I'm all geared up, and I was one of the first people to get into the water in this in this dive place. I think it was called the Setio Island. In the water, I, I inflated my, my, my vest, and I was like, okay, I feel pretty good here. And then when I put my, my respirator in my mouth, I was told to test my buoyancy by going five feet under and then coming back up. So respirator in, I start to let the air out of my vest, I go maybe a foot, and then I start freaking out. I start panicking. The reason being is that it didn't feel natural. I hadn't built up that habit, that, that feeling of what it was like to be underwater. When I was there, the breathing underwater didn't feel natural as it did when I was doing my certification because I had several dives. So I had the, the time to acclimate to that feeling. But in this instance, I didn't have that. So I get up to the surface of the water and I kind of make my way, kind of panicking, short of breath. I make my way over to the dive boat. I said, hey, I, I'm panicking over here. I don't know if I can do it. Dive master looks at me. He says, listen, stay on the surface, you know, relax, stay on the surface, put your regulator, your, uh, your respirator in your mouth and just kind of stay on the surface as if you were snorkeling and just get comfortable with it. So hearing this, I was like, okay, I can do that. that I'll, I'll give that a try and then, you know, if that doesn't work, then I'll throw in the towel. So I'm skimming the surface, and I notice that my breathing actually starts to slow down. I start to get more relaxed. It starts to feel more comfortable. So once I felt comfortable, I said, all right, well, let me start to let some of the air out of my vest. So this way I could sit down, like uh, sink down and do the test for my buoyancy. So I go down. Everything's good. And I see the rest of my uh, my dive team going over to this anchor line that's in the front of the boat. So I go down, you know, about 30 feet, and I make my way over to them, and I start the dive. In the dive, I was very, very close to the dive master there, making sure at all times that I was in his sight because I didn't want to kind of move away, and if something were to happen, to be too far off. So needless to say, I didn't really enjoy that dive that much, and there were so many beautiful things to see in the water. There weren't a lot of fish, 
but there were all these like a lot of coral, uh, a lot of sponges and like different things on the surface. They call this particular dive spot Candyland. If you remember the board game Candyland, you probably remember these like these spears that kind of coming out of the ground that made a castle. They kind of look like that underwater. So after the completion, I, at that dive, I was one of the first ones to actually run low on my tank. So we had to make our way back to the boat and get out of the water before doing the second dive. On the boat, I was a little bit shook. I was like, all right, well, I'm not really sure. I didn't enjoy it that much. I don't know if I want to do the second dive. But what was really happening? The truth is that I was, I was scared. I didn't have that much enjoyment because I was fearful. I didn't feel comfortable in the water. So I was given the excuse that diving wasn't for me and I didn't enjoy it. But then I was, you know what? I'm going to be upset with myself if I don't complete the second dive. I had paid all that money and I don't do the second dive. And plus, I might see something else that I like. At the very least, I'll, I'll get more comfortable in the water. So the dive comes out again. Again, I'm the first one in the water and we start the dive. This time, we're, we're kind of like... Um, uh, hugging close to the island and close to the island there's all these like rock formations these caves and pass-throughs if you've ever done scuba diving you're near current it, it's one of the most amazing feelings i've ever felt in my life so we're scuba diving along and you see these like these rock formations on both sides of you as you're as you're scuba diving and swimming through them and you feel like you're in a different planet because you, you you practically are in a different planet and then you have the the current going back and forth back and forth and then in front of me, there's this cave uh, that's kind of like, you know, this carve out of the island. And again, you're going back and forth, back and forth with the current. And all of a sudden, you get to a spot where you go back and all of a sudden, it goes, whew, and it pushes you in the cave. And it was one of the most insane feelings that I ever felt in my entire life. I mean, it was beautiful. I remember my dive master looking back at me and looking back as I'd made a noise. I was like, I went to say like woohoo in the but with the with the respirator in my mouth it just was like a bunch of bubbles coming out that probably made a weird noise. So she looked back at me and I, I gave her like the th you know I gave her like the okay symbol and like this like kind of like this groovy surfing symbol to let her know that I was really enjoying the dive and that everything was okay. So we we make our way through all these caves and uh, and these pass throughs and I'm enjoying the entire thing in my mind as I'm diving this I'm saying oh my god. I love this. This is the kind of diving that I enjoy. This is the thing I want to do over and over. I want to start looking at the different countries and figure out who has these kind of dives, and that's where I'm going to go. So on top of on top of the now we're you know we're ending the dive and I'm back on the boat, and I had some I'm just kind of contemplating. At the end of the we we go back and I'm contemplating everything that happened in that day. I was like, man, I was ready to give up on this experience. I was ready to give up on scuba diving altogether until I had this experience. Having the experience of going through the pass-throughs made me realize that there, this was an aspect of scuba diving that I loved, so much so that I started looking at trips all around the world that offered the same style or the same type of scuba diving. But if I had held out, if I didn't do that second dive, there's no way... I would have known that this was the this is what I liked. So isn't that true of life? I'll give you one more quick story. I was in Italy. I was doing my espresso sommelier in northern Italy, and I was just finished up doing Cinque Terre, which is uh, kind of like south, uh, like south, uh, southwest of Florence. 
And as I uh, did check with that, I was there, where do I go next? I can go to Lago de Como or I can make a stop in Genova first. So I spoke to different people uh, in in Cinque Terre, and they're like, "Oh, you know, don't go to Genova. It's it's a it's a dump." They started like everyone was kind of trashing on Genova. But wanting to try <laughs> to be to be honest with you, my drive was I wanted to try pesto. Um, so, but <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me just go there anyways. I could stay there for a day, and if I don't like it, I could leave immediately after. I booked a day to Genova. And I was kind of blown away by these streets that had like all these like narrow little streets. Um, and the, the topography of the city had like these different levels, which is beautiful. It kind of reminded me of like an Italian version of San Francisco, uh, but a hundred times more better looking. <laughs> and when I was there, I met up with my friend who it lives in Genova. And she was showing me around to the different spaces kind of give me like the secret gems, let me try the Genovese food. And then I was like, you know what? If I had listened to the other person, if I had let them kind of taint the trip by their opinions or by their experiences, I would not have experienced this. And it's so true of life. We, we look for other people's opinions, but we forget that when people have an experience, they're bringing their own baggage to whatever that experience is. Right now, imagine if I were telling you about scuba diving. Right? You're like, oh, I really want to go scuba diving. And then I start telling you about the, the first dive I had. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I don't know if you should go scuba diving. You know what? It's scary as hell because it's not natural to breathe underwater and you, you can die. And, and I start going down on telling you all these things. You're going to freak out. You're going to freak out. But if I told you the other experience about going the rock formations, you might be more inclined to try it. So the same is true with everything in life, right? You just kind of have to have the experience and make the judgment for yourself. But if even if you've had one experience, you might want to do a second experience or try a different aspect of that same thing. Because what you may find, as I did with scuba diving, is that there's an aspect that you might live or like or prefer over the other one. And that can be your drive to carry on. So... What is something that you, you want to experience or you experience and maybe you, know, you didn't really enjoy it? This could be something like maybe you travel to a country, right? Maybe you went to Italy and you went to Rome first. And you, before you'd wanted to go to Florence, but you went to Rome and you were just kind of turned off by the haggling and you know, people try, you know, trying to rip you off, whatever it may be. Now, why might you be incorrectly judging that other thing that you want to do and write that down what are you basing that judgment on is it based on a prior experience you had is it based on something someone else told you and then lastly for the third question i want you to break that belief down even further do i know for certain that this is experience i'm going to have and don't lie to yourself have other people had this experience and what was their experience? So if you getting, you know, if you were being deterred from it because of something someone else told you, is that consistent along, you know, across the board? Or have there been just as many, if not more people saying that they, they love the place and, or the experience and that it was the best trip they ever took? And if that is the case, then I invite you or I encourage you to see it for yourself, to try it for yourself, because you may be surprised. 
right? The only way for us to really know whether or not we like something is to try it. And again, variety is the spice of life. And I want you to have the most spice. I want you to have the hottest life and <laughs> the hottest life that you could ever imagine. But it comes with stepping outside of your comfort zone. It comes with trying new things. It comes with not listening to the crowd when everyone else is saying and having the experiences for yourself. That's all I've got for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it encourages you to try scuba diving and uh, maybe even do the dive I did in uh, Deseo Island in Puerto Rico. Uh, if you have any questions, you can send me a message via Instagram at Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Rouse, R-A-U-S dot com. And then lastly, if you enjoy coffee, you must try Rouse Coffee Company, my coffee company. Um, I love my coffees. My coffees are some of the best in the world. And But more than that, it's about inspiring that experience. It's about experiencing life. And coffee for me has always been that moment to kind of slow down and to remind myself that this is my time, this is my life, and to do the things that are important to me, do the things that I enjoy, do the things that matter. Because at any moment, everything can kind of fade away, right? And what we're left with are the experiences we've had. And you don't want to live in regret. You want to do the things that are going to bring you joy and you want to do them now. That is all I've got for you guys today. God bless, and I will see you next week.